best podcast in Long Beach, California. This is Tacos and Workouts. What it is, what it is. Podcast. Orale, homes, it's me, Little Waiter, the best podcast in Long Beach. And we have here with us today a very special guest. Tell him who you is. Tell him who you is. <laughs> this is Umberto Mesa. How are ya? What do you what do you do, Doc? Tell 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 him what you do, Doc. Uh, I'm an actor, producer, director, and a comedian. That's kind of what I do right now. <laughs> well, you're an actor, Doc. Yeah, actor, man. I act like a fool all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what kind of acting do you do, Doc? Well, uh, mostly drama, but I've done some comedic uh, acting. Uh, I started back in 1994 in Northern California, the Bay Area, from San Jose, California. That's where I'm from. You're from you're from. Uh... The northern side of, of California's? That's right. All the way up well before San Francisco. Okay. Before San Francisco. And then and then now you came down here like so you could work in the movies and, and stuff like that? Exactly. That's what I did. I started back in nineteen ninety four. It was a fluke, I should say. I was at dinner with a girlfriend and I was presented uh, to be in a movie as an extra and that's how I got started. Uh, that movie by the way was Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfields? Oh yeah. Oh, that's what the that's the one with the little kid. He goes, "Hey, I don't got a dad or something, and and, and I want the Angels to win because because of something." And then he was he's like Tony Danza was there. Yes. And then the little the little kid was like seeing things in his head, and then it <laughs> turns out that the kid was kind of crazy because who actually sees the like 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 the stuff in the and then they put the kid in jail and then and that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Just that's the kidding. One. <laughs> that, that, that didn't happen. Like, that didn't happen. Uh, a couple of things happened. A couple of things happened. <laughs> Um, there was an angel. Yes. <laughs> uh, and there was baseball. <laughs> baseball played by angels. <laughs> was that? Uh, no, it was just one angel. <laughs> and then um, well, what other movies have you been Christopher in? Christopher Lloyd. Um, I was in a movie called um, The Net with Sandra Bullock, uh, Metro with Eddie Murphy, uh, and also uh, a couple of other movies that I started out just doing background. That's kind of how it began. I bumped into a manager in San Jose who decided to just take me on and he started putting me in different movies and stuff like that and I ended up on a commercial called McDonald's small little commercial uh, a regional just in that area and that's kind of like got the bug man that's what happened it all got started then and then after you did the acting so how'd you how'd, how'd you get involved into comedies because you also do comedies yeah um, I love hosting comedy shows um, it's been quite a few years but I used to do it back in uh 2007, 2008, and it all started as a DJ. I was in acting class, and an actor friend of mine said, hey, uh, you have the DJ equipment. Would you like to DJ for our comedy shows? I said, sure, why not? So that's kind of how I started, and I started DJing for those shows. Next thing I know, a lot of comedians started walking up to me and asking me for like the music that they wanted to play before they came on the stage. And I became good friends with them. Sean Wayans was one of the guys that came up to me and talked to me and asked me, hey, can you play this particular song before I go up on stage? I said, sure. He was on my show, the original show that we started back in 2007. So I just became good friends with them, and they wanted me to book them. And I was not even a producer of the show. So they just trusted me, and I felt really good about that. And uh, eventually, I just went on my own and started my own show. What, what's the name of your show, Doc? It's called Two Crazy Comedy. 
Why, 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 why you call this the crazy comedy, Doug? Why? <laughs> well, for, for many reasons. Uh, it all started with my wife. And we're is she, cra of, is she crazy? Uh, I don't want to say that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to go there. Okay? I don't, don't want to get you in trouble, Doc. Please don't get me in trouble, man. She's probably listening right now. Hey, hey Doc. <laughs> well, you know me, Doc. I'm a little hater. <laughs> <laughs> well, put it this way. Uh, it started with us because we thought, you know what? I used to call the first show Two Crazy Tuesdays. And it all started there. And I said, you know what? I created that name. I'm going to keep that name. So Two Crazy Comedy just became because we wanted to have something different and that's how it started and now it's just it's kind of like it means so many different things too crazy could mean something to one person too crazy could mean something to another person so that's kind of how it all began yeah that's a good name dog thank you man <laughs> i likes it that i likes it dog yes what kind of what kind of comedy is in the too crazy dog it's like it is because i think you told me before that you like clean comedies Well, yeah, uh, it, uh, actually it started um, not so clean. <laughs> and I had a lot of comics, why do you call it too crazy comedy if you want it clean? Well, the purpose of having a clean show, PG-13, might I say, right? Because I wanted to focus on uh, having it on prime time. The whole goal of a clean show is to know that comedians that come to our show are professional, seasoned comedians, who go on the show and could play or perform anywhere from prime time to cable to now streaming video. And that's what I wanted to focus on. I wanted to focus on the whole spectrum of comedy. So if we could do a clean show, then it could be on prime time or it could be on cable or any, any network. So now with streaming, it's endless. We can put it anywhere. Well, I guess we're not. We're just going to work together, Doc, because my comedy ain't clean, Doc. <laughs> But it doesn't have to be squeaky clean like Disney, okay? It could be PG-13 in a dash of R. <laughs> look, look, Doc, I, I don't cuss too much. I don't think so. I don't remember. <laughs> He doesn't But, remember. I don't remember. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. <laughs> but, but but the stuff I talked about, it, it's 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 dirty, but only in your mind, Doc. <laughs> see, see, that's if it's up here. It's not down here, you know what I mean? <laughs> If it's up here, okay, that's your perspective. <laughs> but when you host, or you also do like the, you also do like the the comedies yourself. Like you go up there and say you say your jokes. You do that too. You know, uh, I like to do both, but I love emceeing and hosting because I just want to pump up the crowd and 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 make them excited to get the the ball rolling, you know. But I do have some jokes, kind of, <laughs> sort of, you, sort of. Uh, let, let's think about this one. Hmm, what joke could I tell you? No, there is. There's no joke. It's life. Okay. I talk about what I look like, and I talk about how I grew up with polio. See, polio happened to me in Mexico. I was born in Mexico, and I was raised in San Jose, California, and I was adopted at five years old. So I tell people all the time, you know what? Polio gave me a limp. I like to call that my swagger, right? But I like to thank polio because it kind of saved my life. So I tell people about my story. And that's really important because I want people to get to know me personally at a personal level. But the jokes that I tell is, is mainly just to kind of make fun of myself and let people know, you know what? Because 
I have a disability, it doesn't mean that I can't do something bigger than what we expect. All right, all right, Doug. I have, I have two, two two things to say. First of all, Doug, I don't know what polio is, Doug. Oh, I, I don't know. I gotta explain polio. A, a little bit, a little bit, okay. like 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 in a minute. All right, polio is just a disease that paralyzes the the nerve system, and it decreases the muscles. It's kind of like um, it, it shrinks the muscle tissue and it deteriorates the muscles and it shortens the, uh, the the length of whatever limb so it affects it as you're growing and it polio affects the body that way i was blessed to still be walking doctors told me that i couldn't walk that i probably wouldn't be able to walk but because the lord blessed me obviously i'm grateful that i, I can still walk you know i walk with a little limp but that's why I call it my swagger because it's my personality, you know. So that's what polio hey, is. Hey, 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 dog. I, I thought that you walk like that because you were you was a cholo, dog. You know what? <laughs> I'm telling you, polio is a cholo from Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog. I like how you say that. Like you can you kind of make fun of yourself and stuff yeah. like that? You know why? Did you know I was a comedian, dog? Now I know. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, but but the, the problem is that, that that my mija says that all my funny moments are in the bedrooms, dog. Oh, <laughs> let's keep them there. Let's keep them in the bedroom. That's what she says. Hey, you know what? You should bring them in the bedroom because all your funny moments are in the bedroom, dog. Those are the best moments, man. Best moments. <laughs> yeah, dog. But I like how you say that you make fun of yourself, and and you know what, dog? I've been going out a lot and doing the comedies. And uh, some of these comedians go out there and they go after the crowd and they start talking papas and then they, they, they make them feel like really bad. So what do you think about that, Doug? Uh, you know what? That's just not my cup of tea. That's not what I do. I enjoy communicating with people. I enjoy talking to people and just making them enjoy and have a good time. I don't go and, and pick at people. I make fun of myself only because I want people to get to know me. But here's the thing is sometimes comedy is not just about a punchline it's about storytelling you want to tell people a story and sometimes within the story it's just funny you know like i tell people that most people think i look middle eastern right i don't think so doc oh well you're one of the few <laughs> i think you look a little italian doc italiano yes for sure well because my name is umberto right it's a umberto um, but most people do think that i look middle eastern and I'm okay with that. I have no problem. And I love it because I love getting killer discounts at 7-Eleven. <laughs> come on, Doug. Come on. That's I a, do. That's I a do. Fun, that, that's a funny joke, but we all know we all know they don't give out discounts at 7-Elevens. My hey, boys do. Oh, hey, hey, the, the only discounts I get at the 7-Eleven is the five-finger discount. Oh, <laughs> dang, man. Well, you've been ripped off. <laughs> I know, Doug. I know. <laughs> Oh, man, I tell you. But, you know, that's what it is. It's just knowing you and letting the audience in your life and just telling the story about who you are. And that alone could be funny. Hey, Doug, so like like this, Doug, like uh, if, if uh, this is the way I feel about it, Doug. And, you know, it's like just my opinions, Doug. But my, my feelings is like this, Doug. If you go after the audience and the audience starts to heckle you, then you're a pendejo, Doug. That's right. You're a pendejo. That's right. Because you started it, dog. Look, the way I look at it is like that. It's all funds. It's all funds. I don't, you don't be able with nobody's dog, right? But as soon as you you open up the the door, dog, and you start fucking with me, dog, then, then guess then guess what, dog? 
it's, it's wide open. That's right, dog. There's no holes barred, dog. Exactly. So I start coming at you, and then you start crying. You know, that's why I tell people I'm a little hater, dog. You know, you, you got to be careful. That's why I don't. When I see comics out there, dog, I go, oh, be careful, dog. They open up don't the door, there. yeah, and then they start there. crying, dog. Yeah, that and and that's the thing is like, man, like you said, it opens up a whole new spectrum of people just attacking you. I mean, why do you want that? Comedy is not about attacking. Comedy is about, once again, telling a story, but also entertaining people. They want to get away from the hustle and bustle of life and come to your show. They want to have a good time. Put it this way. You've been to my show. Yeah. You were my show last week. I was at your show. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. What did you think? Yeah, I liked it, dog. I was like watching it. And I was impressed, dog. I like I like the comedians you had. You had a a, a, a Jerry Garcia, right? That's right. Yeah, That's my boy. You had you had Ruben from from the What a Partner. That's right. You had Narciso, right? He was up there. You had a uh, what's his name? France? France? Cassius? Yeah. Oh, that guy. He he made me laugh, dog. Yeah, he, yeah he's made me laugh, dog. He yeah, was very great funny. Guy, great funny, funny guy. He was very funny. And even though he moved from New York to here, let me tell you, he hasn't been the same. <laughs> he's he's a funny guy. Can't wait to get him on my show, Doc. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, you tell me tell me more about that show though. Uh, how do you, how do you get it together? How do you how do you put it on? Well, it it all kind of came back to me. I, I I felt like I needed to do something uh, special again, and I put it together for two reasons. Number one, I put it together for the fans, for the people that have been following me on Instagram and Facebook, and they've been talking to me and wanting me to put a show again. And it's been like 12 years since I've done that show. Wow. So I decided, why not? Let's give it a shot, right? And the second reason is because I want to continue to entertain people. I want people to understand that they can get away from life, stressful life, and come to my show and just forget about everything else and just enjoy themselves and have fun. And that's what people did. They had a lot of fun on the show. And then, and then afterwards, the people was dancing. You yeah. Know? It was cool. That, that was the cool thing. Yeah. I would have brought a live band, but I couldn't get them at that time because they were already booked. But I have a lot of friends who have bands, and they would love to do the show after. And is that that's like the first one of many shows to come, or, or what? For sure, for yeah. sure. We've got more shows coming. Uh, I'm hoping that in the next month or two, we'll have the second show and moving on from there. Uh, the whole goal is to just have a consistent show that brings more people to come out and then just enjoy themselves, and then just tell friends to come out and have some fun. That's about it. That's what it's about, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it's about, especially like on a on a Saturday night and you had nothing to do and then you're home with your kids. Come on, Doc. Just come out, hear some hear some laughs and you know what? Have a good time, Doc. That's right, that's right. And we did it on a special weekend. We did it on Mother's Day weekend, which was even more special. Because we had all the mamas, the the abuelitas, they were all there. <laughs> it was great. Hey Doc, check it out, Doc. Sometimes like women, like they be saying like that that today you know they have Mother's Day right yeah they have International Women's Day I don't know you know that International Women's Day yeah something like that on right the same weekend no no not the same oh, weekend okay okay they say oh today's Women's Day right yeah and you know what I tell my the women's in my life what every day is Women's Day dog <laughs> really every because it's all about you dog all the time look my girlfriend number one my girlfriend number two my girlfriend number three it's always Women's Day dog every single day well how many women have you had. Well, right now I currently have three girlfriends. Dog. <laughs> Wait, uh, do you have them in different cities? <laughs> no, it's all—it's all. I gotta keep them local, dog. Oh, yeah. Check it yeah. out, dog. One of them brings me breakfast. 
The, the, the other one buys me Sheesh. buys me lunch and the third one buys me dinner. There you and go. And I'm looking for the fourth one to buy me snacks. <laughs> In between all those food <laughs> moments, right? Yeah, dog. <laughs> awesome. Now, just out of curiosity, do they live within blocks of each other? Within the same city, dog. Man, hey, I, hey, I hope sh- they don't bump into each other at the stores. Hey, but don't tell them, Doc. They don't know. They don't know, they don't about, know about it. it. They don't know about it. Good. Doc. Keep it a secret. Don't tell one about the other. <laughs> that, that that's the only. Hey, hey, you you know you know what they say is the the way to keep a, a woman happy, Doc. It's through what? Is it, if they don't know about the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's the only about. way to keep them happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, good one, man. Oh, jeez. I tell you. That's what life is about. You know what I mean? That's that's what life was. That, that's what life was for, dog. <laughs> to have many girlfriends, dog. And, and then and then check it out, dog. At the end, when 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 you when you go to heaven, they count how many girlfriends you had, dog. And whoever had the most girlfriends, that's who wins, dog. <laughs> so do you get all girlfriends with you? Do they all pull in? No, no. Oh, that's a thing, though. But since, but since you're going to heaven, they don't get to go with you because it's heaven. <laughs> so you become a. a by yourself. <laughs> Come on, Doc. Who, who needs the constant nagging and then you didn't you didn't take out the trash? You know what? All you do is sit on the couch, drink beer all day. You don't take me out. I need a new purse. Come on, Doc. Who needs all that, Doc? Exactly. The nagging. Yeah, I don't like it so much. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Not, not, not now that that uh. Oh, we're a, getting serious here, it, guys. It's a little bit of a, a seri- serious. It's okay. a little. Right. Tone it down. Tone it down. Go ahead. It's a serious question, Doc. All right. I think there's an epidemic, Doc. Oh, boy. Epidemic. Epidemic of what? Of too many girls with fake butts, Doc. Because <laughs> babies don't got back? <laughs> it, it, it's like this, Doc. Look, all you mijas out there, you got a big fat butt, Doc. And it's like this. You guys are getting big fat butts? But 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 your boyfriend's not getting penis enlargements. So oh. how's that? So how's that gonna work, Doc? Oh my God! Uh, how's that gonna work, Doc? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be hard between the cheeks. Exactly, hard between the cheeks. <laughs> you got Good it, Doc. You Good got one. it, Doc. Uh, he's a funny one. He's a funny one. I don't even know why that came out. I have no idea, man. He got he got started. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but don't you think like like the, the mijas, you know, the ladies are getting too crazy with the big butts? It's like they don't mu- lie. It's big like butts too, do not lie. It's like too much already, dog. You know, <laughs> I, of course. But you know what? That's what it's about. That's what they love. I don't know why. I mean, put it this way: any guy, I don't care who you are, who's not gonna look at a butt? And yeah, well, butts are nice to look at, dog. If they're round, you'll look at it. If they're not, you'll may look at it <laughs> or may not. Hey, hey, hey! Butts may be nice to look at, ugly to look at, smelly to smells, and and, and everything. A butt's a butt. I'm still gonna look at it. I may not like this, but I'm gonna 100 percent look at it, dog. If you put that butt in front of me, dog, it's gonna get looked at. Dog. <laughs> it may have a staring contest. Put it that way. It depends who wins the staring contest, you or me. Hey, but but don't stare at it too long, cause you'll you'll get pink eye. Oh, maybe maybe. Uh, I, I don't want to look at it that long. Hey, couple hey, of Doc, seconds. Look, one of the reasons why I don't like 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 Mijas with like big butts too much, is cause that means I have to buy my buy more toilet paper, dog. Oh, is that the Charmin kind? Charmin sucks, dog. <laughs> they're 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 not an official sponsor to the show. Ah. <laughs> don't sponsor it. It's okay. 
We'll we'll go with the uh, Costco brand. I I, 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 I I buy the signature. I, I, I buy the the one at 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 the discount store for ninety nine cents. There that's the go. one I buy. <laughs> oh, that's the fluffy one. And 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 and, and then when, when when I go to McDonald's, I steal their toilet paper. And then when I go to Starbucks, I steal their toilet paper oh too. Oh my gosh! So so if you ever walk into like a Starbucks, a McDonald's, or a Burger King, and You'll there's no to- and there's paper. no toilet paper. <laughs> I was there, Dags. He's a guilty one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Hey, hey, ha, 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 speaking of toilet paper, like during the COVID, did you play the, the toilet paper games? I didn't have to. My wife worked at a store. <laughs> so she got first dibs. <laughs> oh, so you had we it. were stacked up to here. Oh, man. We got lucky. You, you had it all figured out. <laughs> we did. Well, the thing is that we had to because... We didn't realize how bad it would be, but we knew that we always stock up, you know, but we didn't know how bad it was going to be. We just got lucky that she, when she got the inventory in, she says, you know what? This might be a good idea. She was smart enough to do that. She was smart enough to do everything that was necessary during COVID because, you know, we were stuck inside. What else could we do? But because she was an essential store. She was able to gather all the essentials that were needed for our home and took good care of us. So I'm proud of her. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that for sure. Hey, listen, dog. All this talking about about butts and toilet papers, I need to go take a dump, dog. <laughs> Please don't take a dump back here. No, no I, I not got, on the I, beach. Okay, I, I gotta go. But we're gonna take a, a short little break, dog. And, and uh, we're from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. You got <laughs> it. We'll be right back. Homes, it's me, Little Hater. Hey, check it out, Doug. This podcast is brought to you in part by Bow Down Clothing. That's right, Doug. That's what I wear, Bow Down Clothing. So if you want to look like a chulo vato, I mean a cholo vato, a firme vato, Doug, get yourself some Bow Down Clothing. <laughs> what it is, what it is. Podcast. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, little Hater called me in, man. Ah, <laughs> it turn, it, it, he turns out he got some chorro, man. He ate some bad tacos. What the? <laughs> See, I, I don't understand why he said he had to go take a dump. And I said, don't take a dump at the beach, okay? So I'm glad that he's not here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that guy's crazy. Especially I mean, a, little hater, a, a, a Little Hater dump, man. Oh, man. <laughs> little Hater dog. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. He, he probably takes a funny dump, too, you know? <laughs> All the squiggly oh, yeah yeah let's let's move on let's move on from the dump side <laughs> so what, what side. were you guys talking about uh, we we're just talking about different things you know uh how i got started and you know and acting and the comedy show and you know we we're telling each other jokes okay <laughs> he was a funny one though he was a funny one <laughs> i thought that was funny man he was hilarious wow man so so uh, i know you do comedy i know yeah. you you do uh your own shows. Yeah. Um, what's what's the end game with all this comedy that you're doing? Where do you want to take it? What's as high as you want to take it? Believe it or not, I love to have my own talk show. My oh. own sit-down talk show. The, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but just to give you a little snippet of what I was thinking. I wrote a show, uh, a pilot, years ago called uh, One Band, One Comic. And we shot it, this was back in 2007, 8? No, somewhere around there. 2010, probably. And uh, we shot it with uh, Christopher Kidd and Play. Christopher Kidd Reed from Kidd and Play. And Joey Medina. And it was about uh, a host interviewing a comedian and having a band perform after. 
But that was not what my intentions for Too Crazy Comedy was. That was just a pilot that I thought of. And then I thought about having um, uh, a show that provides information and interviews to comics. That's where Too Crazy Comedy kind of takes more, you know, force, I should say. Having a show where it's still have a monologue, come in, have a sit down, have a comedian go up on, on the stage, perform for about seven minutes, come down, interview him, then have an, a break, have another comedian come up, have him do his stand-up comedy, then come down, interview him, just like a talk show. Like but it would be show. it would be too crazy comedy show. That's where I wanted. That take sounds it. like a great idea, man. Nobody does that right now. Oh man, yeah, just, for sure. You know what? You listening? Don't you copy me? That's my <laughs> idea. It's all mine. Well, that that's the problem with the business, man. There's a whole bunch of <laughs> there's a whole bunch of copycats and stuff. I like, know, I know. You know, and some, it's all good. I've already copywritten it. Don't worry. <laughs> I've already wrote the script. All right. That that's cool, man. That would be something fun to see, man. Um, you know what? Uh, the first Tonight Show that I ever saw was Jay Leno, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But then towards the end, the kind of like you could tell that he was kind of just like kind of like phoning it in and and stuff like that. Yeah. But I guess your your idea is more reminiscent of kind of like what Carson used to be. I don't watch Carson yeah, too much. Car- well, Carson had a lot of uh, <clears throat> different little skits. And things like that, and he did have comedians coming up, but he had uh, a volume of of different ideas on his show. You know, he was doing crazy things, like he had um, a time where he would uh, come out in a, a certain outfit and he portray a certain character, or he would have a, a cooking show kind of, you know, on his show, which was pretty cool. I just want to make it as simple as possible, but make sure that the audience gets entertained. But also gets to understand and know the comedian at a personal level. Yeah, because you know what? There's a lot of uh, disconnect, right? Downs. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's sometimes like I'll be watching a, a comedian and, and I really like I see him on stage. Right. And then when I talk to him in person, they're, it, different. It, they're a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. The, the persona on stage is different than the person. I am more like I want to get to get the audience to understand the comedian and get to know them off stage off their persona and that's where i come in speaking of comedians who, who's your uh, i know i know i'm pretty sure you have many favorites right i, but, I can't even name one <laughs> so many i don't i don't mean to put you on the spot you know because that <laughs> that that's really not a, a fair question to put in to ask somebody right so the way i look at it look it's like this i have many favorite comedians right but it's like it changes from day to day right so it's like if you could name maybe someone who you really enjoy, who would that be? Well, I'm gonna go back to like the old days, mm-hmm. the old days from Saturday Night Live, like the Eddie Murphys, the Richard Pryors, the um, uh, the Tim Allens. Well, he wasn't on SNL, but all these guys, the Paul Rodriguez, all these guys. Oh, big shout out to our good friend Paul Rodriguez, Paul. man. Paul Rodriguez. Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, man. It was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Back at the Laugh Factory, I think that's where we met. Um, those those guys are just they're legends. But the the way they 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 tell the stories is what I love the most, and you learn so much from them because those are the those are the OGs, man. The OGs, 
and I love that. I mean, I love new comedians. I love Joey Medina. Uh, you know, I I, I love uh, the Wayans brothers. I mean, all these they're not new, but all these guys that came out later, they're great. I love them. But I like to go back to the OGs, the old guys. I don't want to call them old because <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. Sorry, Paul. I'm not calling you old, <laughs> but I'm just saying that. Back in those days, man, that's what comedy was about, you know? And I love that, man. I, I'm a I'm an old soul. So I go back to the old days, and that's what I love. Eddie Murphy, when he first came out, I mean, man, he was explosive, you know, with Raw and all the other, you know, performances that he had. But he was explosive, and he was just genuine and different. And that's what I love, man. I love uniqueness. And that's who I would love to have on my shows. On Too Crazy Comedy, I want to have those guys on my show. So if you're out there and you want to be on my show, let's connect. Hey, I'm glad you brought you brought up Paul Rodriguez, man. I guess, uh, you know, I, I recently met Paul Rodriguez. You know what? Um, I think everybody has a Paul Rodriguez story, right? It's like everyone I would always meet would always tell me a Paul Rodriguez story. And I would always be like, Wow, like that's awesome. Like thinking that I was never gonna get, get to meet him, right? I'll tell you one thing about Paul Rodriguez. Tell me. <laughs> not once have I ever heard anything bad about Paul Rodriguez. I have not either. All the stories that, that, that all the Paul stories always start off with I was I was there and I met him and he was the nicest guy. Absolutely, man. And and, and you know what? And and the the way I met him I was standing outside the, the laugh factory and he walks out and I was trying to get in and Paul said, Oh let him in, he's with me. Oh sweet, and I'm all like, man. Oh my that's, god. That's I'm crazy. like, really? That's who he goes, Go on in, you're fine. Wow. See, and and I was like, Wow, Paul That's, that's total respect. Yeah, that's man, for respect. sure. I'll tell you my story. And, and I've only met him once. Two things I remember. Number one, all I did was ask him, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? He said, sure, come on into my office. His office was right next to the bathroom. <laughs> you, he's drinking, having a smoke. He goes, yeah, what's up, you know? And we just talked, you know, for a couple of minutes or whatever, and I just wanted to invite him to my show. That's how we met. I mean, that's the coolest, coolest guy, man. I total respect, and I honor, and I, it was just a privilege and an honor to be there with him. Which yeah, so cool. man, we have to back this guy up 100%, man, because he, 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 he did a lot for, for all of us. For the Latinos, For, for all man. the comedians. Yeah. You know, he, 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 opened, he opened up the door for all of us, and he's still out there doing it, man. Exactly. That's, hey, guys, if you have not seen a Paul Rodriguez show, man, he's, he's touring. He's still it. around. He's out there. You know, you just got to go, 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 uh, go find him. Look, I think uh, he's doing a couple shows. No, actually, I think he has a re residency here in Long Beach yeah. at the Laugh Factory and one in, uh, in, in, Hollywood. in Hollywood. Yeah, and, and, it's called, and it's called Spanglish. Spanglish, yes. So do me a huge favor, guys. Go support my friend, Paul Rodriguez. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, Wednesdays at Long Beach and Thursdays in Hollywood. That's right. Just go to the Laugh Factory. Go check him out. He has plenty of talented uh, Chicano, Mexicano comedians. And, and, and you're going to have a good time, man, for sure. Exactly. And, and you know what? He tells his stories different all the time. You're not, you're not going to be, uh, how can I put it? You're, you're not going to be, what's that word I'm looking for? 
I don't know. When you see Paul Rodriguez, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely changes it he up. He changes all it up like that. Yeah, but he's all the so, time. He's just so amazing. It's like he gets up there. I mean, he reads the crowd number one, and he just goes out and he just does his thing. I mean, it could be one little sim- simple uh, tweak in his comedy, but man, he makes it sound like he's done it for years which he has obviously but he's such a great guy he's down to earth but he's funny and he is just so natural i love that about him yeah big shout out to paul yeah um one of my favorite comedians um who's not around with us anymore right and this is why i think comedy is so important right because comedy is it, it 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 lives in a moment but it lives on forever yeah right so um it's it's uh because comedy has the potential to make you laugh now and then make you laugh in the future when you remember it that, <laughs> that, 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 that that's that's what's so beautiful about comedy that's right it's 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 uh patrice o'neill i'm not sure if you're familiar with him patrice o'neill i've heard the name yeah. i haven't seen him he i think uh he, he he used to come out in the opie and anthony show a lot okay um which i'm not too familiar with their show but that's kind of what i heard he did he had a comedy special it was called elephant in the room he was a big heavy set dude with diabetes he was a black dude I don't think I've seen. Oh, okay, him. yeah. Uh, if those those who know know, he he he's my one of my uh, favorite uh, comedians. Um, and then um, uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. Oh my gosh! Don't no respect, there, no dude. respect. Rodney, <laughs> classic, and that's another OG right there. Oh, for sure. You know Rodney, but you know what? It took him, I think, until after his fiftieth birthday to really do, you know, get recognized. Because sometimes it, it takes people at an older age to really put a footprint in their career. It doesn't happen overnight, that's no, for sure. No, not at all, man. You can be doing comedy for like 10, 20 years. Yeah, that's rough. It is very rough. But, but also you're learning and you're experiencing everything through that. You know. But Rodney was, was a classic and he was just such a, an amazing um, comedian. And, and he just... He had the timing down, man. The timing was perfect. He had to understand. He uh, he had the the understanding of his style of comedy, and and he brought it up, man. But nobody else did that. Nobody else had his style. No one, and that's what made him so unique. And I don't think nobody has his style even now. No, I haven't seen anybody do it at all. You know, but he got away with it because number one, the way he looked, and yeah. his character, and just the way he presented it. He just kind of just put it out there, and people were just loving that, you know? Just like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey with his all his contours of his face and all this and his characters, in and out of characters. That's what made Jim Carrey. Yeah, I, I recently found out that, that he's – I think Minty Short was trying to portray him as the man with a thousand faces. Was it really? I think so. If, <laughs> if I, if I could, And I was like, wait a minute. But he does. He's able to like kind of like morph or manipulate his face a yeah. little to – so he goes, oh, this is so and so, right? And then he'll contour his face, and then <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I could kind of see it. So that that's telling within itself. Absolutely, man. And and I heard uh, Jim Carrey used to spend hours in front of the mirror doing all those facial movements. I mean, hey, that's what it takes. Then you gotta do it, right? <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. That's exactly. for sure. Um, I recently I've been working on on a, a Robert De Niro impression. Okay, yeah, to me. I don't know, it, man. It, let the audience see your no, Robert. I, I don't know. It, it still needs a little work, but <laughs> I, hopefully, I could try to get it right. All it, right. It, it goes a little something like this. Oh, 
forget about it. <laughs> uh, we're forgetting about it right now. <laughs> it still needs work. It still needs work. It's all good, man. It's all good. See, that was pretty good. That, 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 that whole face. Forget about it. That was great, man. That was great. Yeah, I'm working on this joke, and and it's in the beginning stages, and uh, it'll get there. You you will have it down in no time, man. In no time. <laughs> do you, do you do uh do you ever uh, tour around and do do some of the open mics? Once again, I haven't done this for a while, so I I probably will. I just haven't yet. Uh, you know, my first show, I would just put it out there and stuff, but I think I will. Yeah, you should come out with me. You should, you should, you should start hitting some of the open mics. I definitely will. Hey, something crazy happened to me at 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 the one of the open mics. Did you get heckled? No. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? That's crazy, right? That tends to happen. Who doesn't get heckled? (laughs) No, I was. I showed up at an open mic, and the comedian started going after like uh, the crowd, right? And then I, I'm sitting. Sometimes you came after the. the, the that no, comedian. I try not to. Look, I try to be as respectful as possible yeah. because I don't like I don't like it when when people heckle the 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 comic. Yeah. But then I also don't like it when the comic goes after the the people, the audience, yeah. right? Um. So the guy he was heckling uh, the comic was going after the crowd, and then he he uh he looked at me and he called me by name and then I go oh you know me he goes yeah we he goes we are in Long Beach. Everybody knows you, and I was like, "Small world." And I was like, "Oh wow!" So it's like I'm getting a lot of these, uh, these, these like sightings where I go, I go places, and people are like, "Oh, come on in, we know who you are." And I'm See, like, he's "Wow, like that's Waldo. crazy." He pops up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just you never know like where I'm gonna pop up, man. It's it's kind it's kind of cool, man, that I'm starting to get that a little bit. Yeah. So if you walk into a restaurant and you see him, it's really not him. It's just a pop up of him. <laughs> In front of the restaurant. And you know those those pop-ups that have the hole in the face? That's him. <laughs> you can just go in there and put your face right through there. And, hey, take a picture of him, of his body, <laughs> and your face. <laughs> yeah. That would be, be great. We should do that. Uh, we should do something like that? Yeah. You know what we should do? We should do some of those um, – those, um, the, the thing that a lot of these uh, younger cats are doing, like these little uh, skits and – and whatever for TikTok, we should probably do do figure out something something fun to do something like okay, that. Okay, just don't get me to dance. Ah man, that's because the only dance I can do is the stanky leg. <laughs> the stanky leg. The stanky leg is all I can do, man. <laughs> no other dance can I. Eh, I used to kind of pop and you know do a little bit of that, but that was back in the day when I was taller and better looking. <laughs> you used to be taller. Okay, I lied. I was better looking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow. I'm like, I, I but I am shrinking. Okay, <laughs> look, here's the thing. I'm as good looking as Rob Schneider and an inch taller than Kevin Hart. Kevin, we're bros, man. We're bros. <laughs> and Rob, we're just brothers from another mother. Hey, you know what, Rob Schneider? Um, is he a listener? Is he a watcher? No, is he a viewer? he's not. He's not. He's gotta be. Come on, Rob. <laughs> Watch the show, bro. You, you know what, Rob Schneider? I really used to like his his stuff, man. Like uh, like Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. Uh, I think he's married. He's in every movie with Adam Sandler. Come on. Yeah, man. They're like buddies, right? He's very versatile, man. He, yeah. he plays all the, So he's a real, really good actor. I think he's married to a Latina. Did you know that? Is that why he speaks Spanish? He speaks Spanish. Yeah. And then, and he's a big Tigres fan, right? Yes, I think so. I'm like, isn't that crazy? Oh, that's crazy, man. But see, uh, on this side, I look like Rob. See, right here. 
Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Which it's, it's the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> which goes to show how fun and beautiful it is to be Latino. Exactly. It doesn't matter what kind of Latino. You're Latino, you're Latino, man. I don't care what country you're from. It's, South it's, America, it's, you're Latino. It's like this. It, it comes from the heart, That's right? That's right. It's in the soul it's in the heart. heart right here. You're a Latino born and raised, or even if you're not second generation, third generation, you're Latino in the heart. Hey, bring, bring in about that. Or, um, heritage? Uh, yeah, your heritage. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's a good question. Well, I've been doing my genealogy lately, and I found out that uh, I'm Italian, Spanish, and Mexican. Okay, all right. Yeah. So my mom's maiden name is Lomeli, and it comes uh -huh. from uh, the Italian surname of Lomellini, which is an Italian name. And then, of course, uh, the Spanish name Mesa comes from Spain, although they yeah. changed the, you know, they moved the S and they, they put a Z on it. So I don't even know why, but I think they, the Mexicans did that. Okay. <laughs> Blame them. But the Spaniards, the Spaniards have it with an S. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm scared to do that 23 and me, uh, 23 and me thing. Well, I, I didn't do that one. I did the ancestry. What, what's, what's the difference? They both swab you, right? Yeah, they, they both do the same thing. But I think Ancestry is just more popular, maybe. or uh, Ancestry is, is like more commercialized, I guess. But they have a lot of um, people joining now or whatever they're doing. You're swabbing, registering, whatever it is. But more people are doing that, which allows us to learn more about our, our background, our bloodline, everything. The more people um, commit to doing that, the more we'll know about where we really came from, even though there's going to be uh, stories behind the story, you know, like it looks like on mine, I'm 49% Spaniard and part Italian, but mostly Spaniard. You see, my, my biggest thing is, is this, man. I'm scared to do the, the, the 23 and me where they look at your DNA. Why is that? Because it's going to come up and it's going to say you're 99% fat. So I'm all like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that shit, you know. <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't need to know what I already know, man. Hey, check it out, man. I, I went to I went uh, I went to the doc uh, to the doctor, and he told he told me like, hey, I got news for you, you're fat. And I'm like, motherfucker, oh, I have, what happened? I have a mirror, right? I, ha <laughs> I I know how fat I am, right? And you have a scale, but you don't want to get on it every <laughs> single day. That's no, no, thing. but but get the, but but check this out, right? Uh, I'm like, he, he at least was 100 pounds heavier than I was. Oh. And he's telling me that I needed to lose weight. <laughs> wait, wait. He's telling you to lose weight, but yet he's 100 pounds heavier. He was 100 pounds heavier than me. And I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker, I've been coming to you since I was 13. I'm, I'm like 25 now. I'm 30 years old now. And you still have not lost weight yourself. That's not a good example. Doc? <laughs> You want to be a good example? Get on the bike together. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy. Do you ever have people like like uh, like heavy people trying to give you like uh, health advice? Uh, not really. No. But the skinny people, man, let me tell you, they tell me all the time. But you you look like a like a solid dude. Like <laughs> well, you ain't got you know, no issues. Um, I used to be in wrestling. I was a wrestler okay. in high school, and uh, I only wrestled four times, and all four times I wrestled against bigger guys than me. Mm-hmm. Only because I knew that I couldn't really beat them at the top. I had to beat them on the floor. Okay. See, with me, I wrestled against the, the taller guys and the bigger guys because I practiced with the seniors when I was a freshman. And they were like 
50 pounds heavier than me. And I want to make sure that if I could wrestle with them, I can wrestle with anybody. So what my coach told me one day, he says, you know what? In this tournament, I want you to let them bring you down. Bring you down. Let them knock you down. They'll get the point. No problem. But when they're down, go ahead and pin them. And that's what I would do. So I was 4-1. and one, And that was the, the best year of my life, man. Because I got to wrestle and learn that it doesn't matter the size or the shape. What matters is the agility, the speed, and the smartness. That that that's that's a great like life advice, man. For sure, man. Do you have any other great life advice that you want to give our, our viewers watching? Um, for sure, the, man. the channel. For sure. Listen, I got two models. Okay, two. First model is this: there are no limits to success. Okay, the success comes from here. It doesn't matter what success it is, as long as you feel successful, then it's success. So there are no limits. It doesn't matter who you are, what you want to do, what your goals are. That's what matters. No limits to success. And my second motto is this. Aim high. Work hard. Stay focused. Aim high for your goals. Work hard at them and stay focused. When you follow those three things, I guarantee you, man, you'll be successful. I guarantee. I'm a living proof. Okay? I came from nothing. From a poor family. I was adopted. And all I did was I came to Los Angeles on a dream and $800. Wow. That's all it was. $800 and a dream. And here I am. I'm that's, living my dream, man. That's a story right there. Look, man, you, you were adopted. You came with, with, right. with little money. And now you're producing your own shows. And right. you're doing it big. You're making big moves in, in, in the entertainment industry, man. That's that's something. Let's, why don't we do this? Yeah. Why don't you just tell them your information? We'll, ta we'll tag this. On the description sure. uh, on YouTube. Oh, by the way, if, in case you do not know, we're we're uh, we're available pre pretty much everywhere. Look, we're on Chicano Hollywood. We're on Roku. I think we're on Fire Stick and uh, I think four other uh, uh, platforms that I cannot recall at the moment. <laughs> the, we are here at our home on YouTube, right? Tacos and workouts on YouTube, and on all audio formats. We are on the what it is, what it is podcast best podcast in long beach california but but before we go let's give them all your information For so sure, if man. anybody wants to connect with you and wants to work with you and e either through a too, too crazy comedy or or in the entertainment industry um they could build that relationship for with sure you. for sure so tell That's, them where to find you sorry i cannot give you my digits but i'll give you my socials all right so you can find me on instagram official umberto mesa that's official Humberto Mesa, that's with an H, okay? I am Mexican. <laughs> and also, Two Crazy Comedy, the number two, Crazy Comedy on Instagram. Just DM me there, and we'll connect. Wow, there, there it is, man. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. Oh, one, one last thing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, go ahead. HumbertoMesa.com. You can you can uh, find some uh, footage there, some uh, some things, some behind the scenes. Uh, I'm going to start uploading a few more things, but HumbertoMesa.com is my website as well. Wow, that's great. Look, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed uh, uh, bringing this episode to you. Do me a huge favor. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Share the content. And we'll see you guys next time. You got it.